So hello and welcome to the ninth episode of the Spotlight Podcast, the unofficial podcast for Century 21 sales representatives in Canada, where we discuss the hot topics and important news in the real estate industry. So I'm your host, Linus Killius, and with me, as always, is Aaron Richardson. Hello. Aaron is a broker and general manager with Century 21 Heritage Group. Aaron has an extensive background in online marketing, technology, and customer service. And I'm the head of business development at the real estate marketing company, Homania. So last show, we talked about generating leads by efficiently leveraging Google search and advertising. This week, we're going to talk about leveraging Facebook and Facebook advertising to the same end. Facebook is the largest social media platform in the world. You likely already use it today. So why not take advantage of it to help grow your business? Before we get into this, we actually had some emails this week, but not the kind of emails you'd expect. We had three emails, all of which had to do with the ant problem I met, mentioned last week. So if you, if you weren't listening last week, um, I've got ants in my kitchen. Uh, they crept in through one of the walls, carpenter ants. And as you probably know, ants are difficult to get rid of once they get root. So uh, I tried a little homemade concoction we've used in the past with uh, a little bit of borax and sugar water mixed into a cotton ball. And you just kind of put it in a little dish and, and they, they grab it from there and they bring the borax back to the hive. And, and the idea is that they'll feed that to the queen and, and kill the colony. Unfortunately, it didn't work as well as I'd hoped as it had in the past. But luckily, we had three people give me suggestions. Um, I won't go over all three of the emails because one of which just said, just hire an exterminator is the best thing to do. It's the only way to get rid of them. But uh, this one was actually a pretty interesting one. I'll, so I'll read the email here. So it says, hi, Linus. I've been listening to your podcast for a couple of weeks now, and I've got to say I love the show. Keep up the great work. Thank you. <laughs> I heard about your ant problem, and I couldn't resist emailing you the absolutely best solution for get ridding of the little pests. You're on the right track with the borax and sugar water, but you're missing the key ingredient, peanut butter. So mix one tablespoon of peanut butter with two tablespoons of sugar, two teaspoons of borax, and one teaspoon of water. Place this delicious treat anywhere you find the ants, but keep out of the reach of kids and pets. The ants will swarm the peanut butter, bring the borax back to the hive, and in a few days, all the ants will be gone. Look forward to future shows, and good luck with the ants. Jane. Thanks, Jane. I actually did that, and I haven't seen the ants for the last couple of days, so thank Great. you so much. Wow. Um, and if anyone has any real estate-related emails they like to send along <laughs> that are relevant, we'll, also, we'll actually also talk about those on the show. There's been a couple, but they haven't really been suitable for the show. But keep the emails coming, for sure. We definitely appreciate it, and thanks for all the compliments as well. So... I guess we'll just get right into it then. So Facebook. Facebook, as I've mentioned before, is the largest social media network in the world. You likely already use it. So let's talk about using it for real estate to grow your business. So Aaron, I know you've used Facebook and Facebook marketing very extensively. So how do you use it to help grow your business? Okay, let's start from the let's get, really get down to the basics to start off because I know um, we're you know some people in terms of their experience either you know just signed on and uh, other people most people probably share photos and and that's about it right, right. so okay um, so first of all the basics of Facebook um, obviously it's a it's a networking site um, so anything you post on there make sure you keep it uh, uh, within reason of what people you know you're you would want your clients to see, even if it is your friends and family and whatnot. But uh, um, the first thing I do is create a Facebook page. And in fact, you can't do Facebook advertising unless you have a business page. So you're going to, uh, first of all, create a business page that's separate from your account um, as, a, as a social account. I personally believe that uh, your social account or your, let's say your personal account um, should still be a business. I mean, uh, I've heard the, you know, people teach, 
both ways, but uh, I do believe that both of them should really be kept as a business. You know, never never post the pictures of the party this weekend and stuff like that because you just never know who's going to see it and, and what they'll think about that. Um, however, you're going to create a page uh, for your business, and when you're creating an ad, um, it's going to reference that page. That's actually the person that's creating the ad is your business page. Um, now, Facebook started off fairly simple, um, maybe two different options. You can put a um, an, an ad that's uh, pay-per-click or impression-based and, and this sort of stuff. Now it's grown, uh, it's enorm- it's, it's very big. I mean, it, it, and they've taken it to a different level in terms of analytics. So it can get a little crazy in the back end to, you know, wow, there's just so much here. Um, but essentially, you're doing all the same thing. What you're doing is you're putting... A, a picture-based ad. So you're going to create either an advertisement or a picture of something. Um, uh, Facebook doesn't allow you to put too much text in the picture, but there's a percentage, I think it's 20% of the picture can be text. So if you're going to put some text, make it something that grabs your attention. And then um, you're going to put that uh, on your page and you can, there's many different ways that you can um, promote that um, through paid means. And Basically, if you don't do it through paid means, it's really not going to get seen. Um, but if you do it by paid means, you can boost the post, which is the easiest. And it's just a little click on the picture and say boost post and, you, you, you know, give it a budget and tell how much you're going to spend. Um, and then that and then who you want to, you know, demographically target. Um, you know, it could be just your friends and family. It could be people in a certain area geographically. Um, you know, uh, and, and typically it would be, right? So it would be your hometown or the town that you work in, city you work in. Um, the best thing about Facebook over Google is, one, it's picture-based. So I think you just get a little more interactive uh, qualities. But really what you can do is um, target market um, and really get get down to who you're, you're targeting. Um, and that's the benefit of, um, of using Facebook over, let's say, Google. Um, Google does allow you to do some target marketing, but I'm going to give you some examples, I guess, of uh, some of the ads that you can do that you couldn't necessarily do with Google. So uh, first of all, uh, Facebook, um, they have a lot more information about people, right? People are putting on there that they're newly engaged, um, just got married, just got divorced. Um, so you can understand where the, you know, the light starts going on when it comes to real estate agents targeting certain areas. If I put a uh, first-time home buyer ad out uh, for homes in my area under 400,000, for example, uh, click here for details. Um, I would and, and and then target first-time home buyers. Now, how do you target first buy, for first-time home buyers in Google or anywhere else? Well, in Facebook, really, it's so unique that you can actually say anybody who just got engaged to be married. Um, I would say is going to be you know, percentage-wise, more apt to be a first-time home buyer than somebody's owned homes before. So I would do something like somebody, you know, um, an age demographic area of, let's say, 20 to 35-year-olds, even though the uh, first-time average first-time home buyer age has gone to 37. But, uh, you know, and you can target that age range as well as um, newlyweds, you know, that sort of thing. So that's just one of the examples of how you can target market these Facebook ads. Um, and, and, and we can get into a few other things, but uh, Alliance, do you have any 
questions yeah, so, about what I've done over so far? So you, you've got the ad, you, you've boosted the post. Like what kind of what kind of posts or what kind of ads are you putting in there? I guess you mentioned that you're like targeting, like say like a demographic, like first time home buyers and such. Are you just trying to drive traffic to your business page? And like if if that's kind of the the goal of it, right? Like what's your, what's your conversion? Like how do you capture right. the lead at the end of the day? Is it just trying to get likes and, and follows right. kind of thing, or what are you trying to do? Listen, there's a lot. There is actually a lot of different questions and answers in in what you just said. So um, first of all, boosting the post is one way. Um, now they have a whole back-end ads manager se- a section where it has about 12 different selections of what you're trying to accomplish. Are you trying to accomplish, you know, for somebody to take you up on a deal, let's say a pair of shoes on for $9.99, or are you trying to boost your page likes? And in that case, they're just going to run you a different type of ad. Um, so you really want conversions to your website um, for the type of advertising I'm talking about. In terms of lead generation and trying to capture a lead, you want to still have a landing page on your website that will allow you to capture their information. So if I put an ad and put a picture of a home that's under $400,000 in my area and say, home's under $400,000, click here for details, it should go to a landing page where I have an area selected on my and predetermined, you know, save search criteria on my website where it just shows the air, uh, homes under 400,000 and then they can search and, and whatnot. that's just an example of one. Um, you know, you can do anything from uh, get the top 10 list of homes in your area or, um, you know, what are the 12 mistakes uh, buyers make when purchasing a home or, you know, any of those, st- you know, we call them Craig Proctor style advertising, but um, any type of lead generation landing page you can come up with that you can do a creative ad for. So so generally you're you're almost trying to direct them outside of the Facebook ecosystem then to like landing pages externally or do you I do. often I do. try and get them to your Facebook page because I know a lot of advertising on Facebook is to try and promote your business page and try and get likes or followers yeah. or try and get more interactivity with your business page. So um, have you tried doing that before? Or is this something you don't see you know, necessarily? I guess it depends on your strategy. but It does depend on your strategy. The more likes you get to your business page, the more, um, we'll call it uh, organic um, advertising you can do with people. If they like your page, you can now once a week for free send out an ad to them because anything you post on your page, they're going to see. Um, so yes, there is some benefits to having people go to your Facebook page. It's almost like having someone sign up for a drip campaign, I guess. Right. A hundred percent. That's exactly yeah. what it is. So yes, there's that type. Of, it, so you have to decide ahead of time what sort of campaign you want to draw. If you want to get likes to your page, that's different. Yeah, absolutely. That's the way you do it. Um, but if I'm just trying to get a lead right now, if somebody is trying to buy in my area, I think the other way is more generic or sorry, um, more specific in the sense that you're, you're, you're targeting to try and get leads today. Um, and the best thing is you can do it. You can set the ad up so many different ways, but you can set it up for different times, right? Let's say, uh, I've got time this week between the hours of nine and five to answer phone calls for for lead generation. So I'm only going to run my ads between nine and five Monday to Friday, and I'm away this weekend. So stop the ad, um, pick up again on Monday. You can do stuff like that, and you can target again target your audience. If you want seniors and you're like you're a downsizer, you're you're that's what you target. Then you can just do ads for for that demographic. Yeah, and I, and it's fairly cost comparable, I imagine, to, to how the Google Google has their pay per clicks and such too. I, I believe. Have you has had seen like any sort of kind of cost differences, or, or is this an effective use of your money compared to? I, say, I, I think it's a more effective use. I, from what I've all my research I've done in using both systems, there are different things that Google will allow you to do. Um, but even 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 when you think, okay, yeah, I want Google to be there because. 
I want it to be on Google because it gives me more of a presence when people are searching for homes online, right? Um, but I mean, we we all work differently. And one of the things, like farming, for example, if you have an area that you farm and happens to be the town that you work in, um, you can specifically. I know you can do this on Google as well, but you can be sort of the authority in that area for a cheaper price. So mm -hmm. if people are looking for homes for sale in your area on Google, it's going to cost you five, six dollars, you know, a, a clicker, whatnot. Whereas on Facebook, it might only cost you a dollar fifty. Yeah. So I think at this point in time, Facebook's a cheaper way to go, and I think you get more out of it personally. So if you were an agent just getting into Facebook advertising, wanting to try it out, what do you suggest doing then? Just putting like $50, $100 into an ad campaign, setting up a landing page, that kind of thing? Like what would your advice be to the my, newbie? Yeah, my advice to start off just to get comfortable with the system is uh, to put your listing. Start with your listing. Um, if you had a virtual tour or a page set up for your listing so you can track how many, you know, tra how much traffic goes to that page, um, that would be great. Um, but just uh, put an ad on there at the front, front of your the house. I suggest to try and if you got you know if you can get some sort of um, uh, Photoshop done of you in the picture al along with the house. I think that's great. For, you know, you might as well brand yourself at the same time. Um, you know, you're going to put the price. You're going to put a little blurb about the house, and then the landing page goes to your virtual tour site, and that'll create some traffic and hopefully some calls. Um, I would start off with that because it's a basic. It's a basic you know picture of the house. And people are doing it anyway, right? They're putting. Um, their virtual tour on Facebook. All you do is click boost post, give it a budget of $100 or $200, see how it runs for the period of time that you tell it to run. And it's it's like filling in the blanks, right? They'll ask you the questions, the yeah. demographics areas and everything. Facebook's and made it, yeah, Facebook's made it really easy. They've got a nice little interface for it. It's a little bit easier to navigate in the experience that I've had with it than, say, Google for setting up an AdWords campaign. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, you've been touching on it at, throughout the this episode so far, but it's kind of amazing how you can target the demographics the the so much so much easier than you used to be able to and i think this is something that's overlooked by a lot of people too especially your, your more traditional um advertising methods you think of you know putting an ad up on a, a bus stop or something like y you can't guarantee that those are all going to be going like to the the eyeballs of the people you want them to whereas here it's nice because you've got that cost certainty like you'll know for every clicker or it's a dollar or two or whatever it is and it's hitting that yeah. target audience that you're looking for which is great too right so um well if you're going to spend your money it might be on the might as well be on the people that you feel comfortable doing business with too um if you're 27 in the industry and you've just got in and um you're your first time home buyers because a lot of people your friends and family are you know they're all or your friends are buying houses for the first time and everything um I think that you should target that market. I and mean, when you show a house to somebody your own age demographic, you're you're gonna hit. You probably hit it off with them. I mean, you can get in even to the point where you're. It's asking you quite like you can go into so many different. Like only the people that watch America's Got Talent, you know, or or subscribe to the page um, about politics or something like. You can specifically target an area that that you have a common interest in with those people. So when they, they do call you or they do look into who you are, they're like, ah, I get along with this person. We must like the same things. It's, it's really strange, but it's a, 
It's a bit of a psychology. Uh, no, that's a really yeah. something I never considered the, the whole like <laughs> likes and interests bit. If you try and leverage that, because yeah, if you, if you can hit it off with the person, like it's a people yeah. business, right? So if you can Absolutely. breach that, uh, you know, the, that initial conversation a little bit easier, be like, oh, hey, you like the Toronto Maple Leafs as well? I see, or like you know, or you just, mm-hmm. I guess you probably wouldn't say it like that. You probably bring it up a little bit more organically than just being really creepy about, oh, I, I saw your by your Facebook profile, you like the Toronto Maple Leafs and such. But um, yeah, exactly, it gives you a good like entry yeah. point. Into, into the conversation so. and, and especially with the foreign investment that we talked about in earlier shows is you can target areas that uh listen i know these this house is going to sell to somebody um let's say that's the chinese love this uh pocket of town or whatnot so mm-hmm. i'm going to you know target the demographic of chinese investment into this area and and the, and the sellers love that if you're in a listing presentation and saying listen i do something different i know this area is predominantly um italian so what I'm going to do is I'm going to be targeting specifically Italian in this community, in this demographic, and that's who's going to see the ads. That's that's pretty powerful. Yeah, for sure. So uh, yeah, baking this into your listing presentation or your pitch is definitely, a, a, it seems like it'd be a powerful tool. And I guess it will impress your clients because I, from what I've heard of different agents using this, they don't, not very many do. It seems to be kind of underserved. I mean, there, there are quite a few agents that do dabble in this, but I, I mean more like percentage wise, like I think you're giving yourself a real competitive edge if if you're pitching this service to your clients, you're going to be, you know, uh, doing a Facebook campaign for them as well. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the uh, uh, the most popular in our area, um, and I was, I guess I've been doing this for a long period of time, but I, I notice now um, it's definitely not dominated. I mean, there's still lots of room in there for people to get, you know, jump on this. We'll call it a bandwagon, if you would, because people are starting to catch on to it. But the the most popular one is, uh, you know, uh, let's say Newmarket, because that's where I happen to live. Uh, Newmarket home, uh, homes have gone through the roof. Find out what yours is worth. And they've got a picture, a search of a bunch of homes, and, yeah. and you click on it. And it's a free home evaluation, essentially what it is. So that's been a very, very popular one. So, yeah, I guess, so get in there, try it out, you know, try some different strategies, see what works for you. And uh, that's a lot of good advice. I think uh, this is definitely some place you should look into if you haven't in the past. So I guess we'll, we'll move on to our app of the week. We're going to try and keep the shows a little bit shorter from here on out after going almost an hour last week. Uh, so we're just going to jump into the app of the week. And Aaron has an app that he's used in the past. It's, it's a, an app. It's a website. It's called Fiverr. F-I-V-E-R-R. So you can go to Fiverr.com. And I'm going to let Aaron talk to you a little bit about it. Yeah. Okay. So if you don't know what Fiverr is, you're going to, this is going to really be a a sort of a mind-blowing experience here for you because it is, it's a fantastic app. And um, if, if you start to use some creativity with it, um, it can really save you a lot of time and money, uh, and it'll get your clients because the creativity that you can come up with this with this app slash website is the you know, it's just endless in terms of opportunities. Um, the 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 site and and I'll, we'll call it site slash app because um, there is the uh, obviously app version as well. As yeah, well. it's really the website, but the apps kind of are a way to get get to the site. It's almost yes. like you know Facebook. Facebook's primarily a website, but you do have the apps on your phone to access the website. So. So I'll answer the first question is Fiverr. Why Fiverr? What's Fiverr? So they started off with the concept that everything on their site is $5. Okay. So whatever you're looking for in terms of, they'll call it like there's digital media or, you know, it's, it's just not just digital media. But if you're looking for some sort of administrative, clerical, or creative work done, um, you can find somebody who would do it for you for $5. Okay. So anything from 
writing a blog post to editing some content um, to creating a, a, a music video or a video for your website or an intro to your uh, video or a voiceover for um, an ad. Um, geez, I've used it for so many different things. Uh, even if it was somebody's birthday tomorrow, I want somebody to go on dressed up in a clown suit to wish uh, this four-year-old a happy birthday and, and use their name and, and all the rest of it in, in this uh, video. You can do it pretty much for $5. Now, how they make you? How are they going to make money off of five dollars? So there's a lot of add-ons. So I'll do 120 words, but after that, it's another ten dollars. Or um, you know, I'll do this in high definition instead of standard definition for an extra ten dollars. But I think in, on average, I'm usually spending fifteen, twenty dollars uh, every time I do something because I usually want it done a little bit better. Um, but no, you can spend just as easy as five dollars. I had Obama. Um, I wish one of my friends a happy birthday because he's an Obama fan. Um, not the I, real Obama. But, not the um, well, not the real Obama. There's one actually is a voiceover of Obama, and he'll actually for five dollars call anybody you want and speak to them about you know talk to them or tell them something, wish them a happy birthday, whatever it is, and actually pick up the phone call and talk to them in Obama's voice, <laughs> which is pretty neat, or leave them a message if they're not home. I kind of want to try that now. So you you, yeah. you think that the quality is pretty good too? That's that would be That's, my major concern, not not having used it. That you know, especially yeah. If someone wants to write a, a blog article or something, I guess it, it varies on the person who's writing it. Yep. Or the, the, you can screen, you, I guess, the vendors, for instance. But You would be surprised. You would be surprised on the quality. And I was worried about that at first. So I've tried it out different things, and some things are better than others. They have a full, uh, because it's so popular, they, they've got uh, lots of um, reviews, first of all, so you can kind of pick somebody. Uh, you can rank it by popularity as well as user satisfaction and all that sort of things. So pick somebody who's good, but you'd be surprised who is on there doing these things for you. For for example, voiceover artists, I mean, it's, or, or guitarists, let's say, um, that, that, that write their own songs. It's got, you know, uh, for $5, I'll write you a song about your wife or whatever, and they'll sing it to you, you know, whatever it is. And the quality, they're all professionals. They're, there's not, they, if they're not a professional, they're kicked off That's as far as I'm concerned. Because anybody I've used, I've used a voiceover once for a, a voice call um, uh, for like a, when somebody picks up the phone, actually a phone system and everything at the office, um, you know, welcome to Century 21 or thanks for calling Century 21, is done by one of these voice artists. And I've heard her voice now that we've, you're using her um, doing commercials for big companies. And it'll say in her bio, you know, I've done Pepsi commercials, done Coke commercials, this, that, and whatever. So you're using professionals that uh, have state-of-the-art equipment, and you just can't beat it. You can't beat the value. So you, maybe next episode we'll have refreshed theme music, and we'll have like a professional voiceover at the beginning too. I got to take a look over Fiverr and see if we can refresh some of the podcast, you know, special effects and stuff. To, yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I think I'm going to take a little while and and look over it and see what I can find there. My wife's birthday is coming up too, so maybe I can find something interesting there. She'll maybe she'll get a call from Obama. <laughs> I always leave it to the last day. I'm like, ah, oh, so and so's birthday. Yeah. For an extra twenty dollars, you have it within five hours. And so they do get you. Yeah. I mean, they get you for the extras, but they'll, they'll do it, which is amazing. Yeah. But either way, like, you, like 20, 25 bucks for all the things you're saying, it seems very reasonable to me. So, yep. yeah, I think I'm going to take a look at that. All right. Well, I guess we'll just wrap up the show here then. So if you like the show, please send us emails. We love getting emails. Also, subscribe to our show on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts online. And please don't forget to leave us a five-star review on those sites. So you can watch this and past shows at spotlight.century21.ca slash podcast. 
So if you need to reach us, you can email us anytime at podcast at homania.com. That's podcast at H-O-M as in Mary, E-A-N as in Nancy, I-A dot com. So this podcast was brought to you by the Spotlight Marketing Program, an exclusive marketing package available only to Century 21 agents in Canada. Spotlight provides agents with a comprehensive internet marketing strategy for their listings. We provide high-quality HDR photography, stunning HD video tours, a cutting-edge, responsive website, and an extensive advertising system that will help sell your listings faster, sell them for more money, impress your clients, and generate leads. Find out why so many top agents are using Spotlight by visiting spotlight.century21.ca today. Thanks for watching. Have a great day. We'll see you next week.